Hey listener, I want to believe your day is going amazing. I hope you're trying to make a very good use out of this lockdown. I want to briefly talk about defining your relationships and under it I'll be talking about emotional affairs. When you want a relationship, it's important to be direct. When it looks like a relationship, when it smells like a relationship, when it acts like a relationship, it isn't always a relationship. A relationship isn't official until you define it. And we usually don't want to put a label on it. But truth is, the earlier you put a label on it, it makes it easy. And then you save yourself a whole lot of heart trouble. Hearts in quote. Now, being direct avoids miscommunication. When feelings are reciprocated, watch it. And here I'll be talking about pre-exclusive relationships. How do you know that a relationship is pre-exclusive? Since we don't like putting a title on it, the first thing is friends without benefits. When a person sees you as a sibling, this happens a whole lot of time. And sadly, it even happens among in the Christian world, like among brothers and sisters in church and even outside. A person, you're close to a person, like you guys have a very strong bond and then one person is thinking, oh, we'll be great together. Another person is thinking, wow, I see her as a uh, my younger sister's version, you know. And then the very moment one of them or t- both of them decide to just come and talk about it, it becomes a problem. And then you, the relationship filters away. So that is a friend without benefits. When a person sees you as a sibling, you need to check out. If it's not what you want, if it doesn't work for you, I'll ask you. What works for you? What works for you? Then secondly, there are people we call the placeholders. When you hear the phrase of, I like you, but I'm not looking for a relationship right now. It's a complete BS. This happens when you're seeing somebody you don't feel strongly for. Or you're just out of relationship and then you feel like you need more space because you don't want to lead this person on to something that you're not sure of. This is when, this is where you see the placeholders. The third is the ongoing booty call. This one is always about the booty call. This one, this set of people only see you because they want to sleep with you. This one's just want something intimate with you. Not because they have a strong emotional bond with you. So beware of this pre-exclusive kind of relationship. The fifth one here is just talking. These people flirt and text in, in real life, even through text messages and even in person. And then you keep wondering, what's wrong? You're on the other side of the, the, the room and you're wondering, what's going on there? But then there's no title to it. This is also another pre-exclusive relationship. Now, the sixth one here is the rebound. And we all at some point have been rebound guys and girls. And I would say that I don't think it's a good place to be in because you're usually not sure. Even though some relationships do develop out of that. But I think that the the healthy thing to do, the same thing to do when you're just out of relationship is to just pause, breathe, heal because you need it not just for yourself but for the next relationship so here when you're a rebound guy or girl this is where vulnerability is at at its peak 
you are very very vulnerable so your emotions are mixed your head is messed up you really can't interpret the signs from the other person and you are sending mixed signals to the person so it doesn't even help anyway the seventh is this one's are just friends who love each other very much these ones love each other but these people spend time together they go and hang out they do so many things together i would say everyone knows that you're dating except you so start dating already why why do all that and then not put a title on that kind of relationship bottom line here is there's a very very important aspect of um the human need and what I mean is, when it comes to relationship, we all have needs. We all have we all have expectations. So you can't put a person in the dark and not put a title on it or put yourself in the dark. I would say that the greatest deception is when a person is deceiving himself or herself and thinking this is even the old world. Okay, you can actually deceive everyone else, but deep down in your heart of hearts, when it's just you and your head, you and your heart, you do know that you cannot deceive yourself except if you just want to use mind over matter so it's really really important that we define our relationships and i will say from experience that a lot of people have been heartbroken because they did not define their relationships with the people that they expected so much from that's what i mean by that that was what i meant i mean by expectations needs and what we want at a particular time so now i want to ask a question here Will these almost but not quite relationships ever lead to being exclusive? Oh yeah, it's really hard to tell. Because with the continual introduction of new apps, new dating sites, comes the introduction of new indefinable relationships as if things weren't confusing enough. I'm like, oh my God, yes. It's more confusing i would say the social media i just hate it okay that's me some people love it it's cool but the damage it's done oh my god is never racking now one thing remains the same however the only way to label your relationship is to have an honest conversation with the other person and here i will tell you that you would have to be vulnerable because if you're not vulnerable, you can open up, you can tell the truth. And I will say that when it comes to um, friendship, I think that on this part of the world and everywhere, we all use the, th- the term friend very loosely. Personally, I will say that everyone cannot be your friend. You cannot put everybody on your sheep and drive with them. It's not possible. Some will crash your sheep. This isn't just maybe metaphorical in my in my with my words this is just practicality this is being honest right now so personally i don't think the word friend is for everybody not because you ate anybody but because you're just trying to put things into perspective so what kind of friend do you hang out with that's another way of defining your relationship like I said in my previous podcast last week on communication. So you have to define your relationship. And one thing to know that your level of um, intimacy, when your level of intimacy with a person is higher than your level of commitment, you are in what I call an emotional affair. If you're married, you're committing emotional infidelity. Now, 
emotional infidelity is an affair of the heart. <laughs> now, when I was, you know, before coming on air, I was thinking about this and I thought to myself, I've always wondered why God has always been about our hearts. Our hearts. And it seems like in the spiritual, our hearts, that is the main sexual organ that we have spiritually right now. Like spiritually speaking. Yeah, follow me here. Not talking about the body, talking about the heart. You would always wonder why God is always so concerned about the heart and he wants us to be honest and sincere in everything we do. But really, it's just, it all boils down to who we are and what we were created to be and what makes, what is actually our makeup, you know? So emotional infidelity is an affair of the heart. What does it mean to be emotional, emotionally unfaithful? Now, I will just put a few pointers here. When you begin to hide text messages, for example, maybe when you're married, you're adding text messages, you're sharing secrets, you're adding text messages that you get from your friends, from your partner. When you begin to share secrets from your own primary relationship to a friend, end quote. I don't want to call that person a friend because here, emotional infidelity is, you know, is an occurring theme here. So when you're sharing a secret that is private, then that is something that you should look out for. You need to check out. Now, I would say that a couple cannot have a problem of an emotional a problem like emotional infidelity can occur between two people if they are open enough. When you are not open enough for your spouse, when you're not open enough for your wife, with your husband, with your SO, there's no way you will not begin to do that. And the truth is, we all have that person. That person. I would usually, I, I usually say, I mean that. There is always a third person waiting for your breakup. So you can't just say, oh, that's why I would advise to always keep the communication lines open. And I'm not, I'm not talking about just the phones now. I'm talking about being open in your relationship, being able to tell how you're feeling to your partner. So when you have a problem of openness, that is the major cause. That was why I talked about communication in my previous podcast. When you cannot openly communicate and be upfront about issues and be vocal about them, and all you do is sweep it under the carpet, this is what it results into. It results into emotional infidelity. We all need emotional release, especially when it comes to married people, even physically, like even if you're not married, we all need emotional release, just as we need physical release. So this is a tricky circle to square. It's not just something we just have to look over because a lot of people are into emotional affairs. Whether you're married or not, and you're hearing this, look down in your heart. There is just someone that you're closer to than your partner. And that is the actual sin. Now, I'll put a, put a few pointers here. When you feel less connected to your partner, you're in a state of emotional infidelity. When you think about your friend more than your partner, for married people, some even think about their, their, their friend, in quote, or I would say a lover, in quote, even while they're in, being intimate with their partner, even while they're together with their partner. 
you're unfaithful already. You're in a state of emotional infidelity. When you feel recognized, loved, and appreciated by your friend, these things are supposed to be given to you by your partner, by your loved one. And then when this happens, distance is created. And it's so much because a lot of us are not sensitive. But if you're sensitive, I would always say that it's important to be emotionally intelligent. When you're emotionally intelligent, you get in touch with yourself, with your feeling. And then you know when things go wrong. So especially as women, women especially have that, that power of intuition. We just know when things aren't right. So when a man is cheating, when you see ladies bringing up the... The, the evidences, they bring in the pie charts, they bring in the, the, the receipts and everything. You keep wondering, how did she know? But then, when a woman follows, and I'm, I'm not saying she didn't follow God, it's important. But then, I think naturally, women have the power of intuition. And when she follows the power of intuition and not just her heart, and the power of intuition leads her to a head, logic. I would say that when it comes to matters of the heart and you love somebody, this, is, this isn't just about, um, this isn't Hollywood. This isn't fairy tale fantasy. This is the real world. Hell, I hate Hollywood movies. <laughs> Sorry. But then, to be honest, it leads you astray. You have to be honest. You have to apply senses. You have to be sensible about issues. So when you discuss private issues with your friend, You're being emotionally attached to someone else. When your friend hears about your work day, your work day is supposed to be for your SO. Okay, you might say they're a child, but I would say there's a little, little, littlest details that make us up. And that's why you keep wondering why God wants a kind of relationship like that with us, where we're close and upfront and vocal with him, um, to him about issues that are disturbing us, is the heavenly lover i call him that the heavenly lover doesn't like second place he always loves first place another thing is when your friend sorta has your heart in quotes that heart is in quotes then when you feel embarrassed when your partner stumbles on your texts on your emails and conversations with that so-called friend of yours then it shows that you're in a state of emotional infidelity So this isn't about, at the end of the day, relationships aren't just about the label. It's all boils down to the sincerity that you have, the honesty about issues and how you're feeling. I will say that when a person's love tank is half full or empty, things begin to happen. So I asked someone close to me someday, um, um, sometime, I think a few years ago, I was like, when is cheating cheating? And he was sensitive enough to know that cheating is, is not just cheating when you jump into bed with somebody. But cheating is cheating when it becomes emotional. So when you ask people who have cheated before, it's not just about the physical thing. Because if the emotional infidelity of a thing has occurred, trust me, your trust is broken. You have cheated. You have cheated officially. Newsflash. So when your body language communicates your feelings are stronger than the friendship that's another cue that's another sign 
when you're with this person and your body language is communicating like you're giving out vibes and vibes are picking up vibes you know <laughs> and your body language communicates your feelings are stronger than the friendship here i say what how you would know that you're in a state of emotional attachment or infidelity you have to check something this is what you check when your level of attachment hmm, is stronger and deeper than your level of commitment there's a problem because emotionally you are drained but when you ask yourself and you sit down you keep wondering what am i even doing here you know so then there is a when there is a sexual tension between both of you that's a called friend of yours and you don't mind openly discussing these things with your friend you're in a state of emotional infidelity and here trust has been broken you have cheated you have crossed boundaries you have trampled on a person's feelings that's your primary relationship your your partner so in conclusion i would say that i really hope these few tips have been able to help you in defining like in checking out so when you're in a relationship because we all deal with people every day and then the world is becoming a social media is infiltrated everywhere like the world is a media world right right now so people people that have primary relationships when they get home from work after a tired day they give back to their spouses on the other hand leftovers instead of your all when you love a person you go all in not holding back not withdrawing you know so because the world is a media world we meet so many people we have colleagues we have classmates we have people want to talk to we just want to have lunch with this person and then we begin to talk about how we're feeling to the person and then a bond a bond i would always emphasize on that a bond is formed so when a bond is formed you have to be very very careful who do you form your bond with who are you bonding with because that actually drains you anything that sucks life out of you and does not give you something valuable in return like it's not healthy i think you all need to check it so this is where i'll end it guys if you need if you have any questions any comments any observations and what you'd like to tell me i would love feedbacks please whether it's good you notice something please let me know all right guys bye